morning, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Y'all get this, friends, because this will really make a great affirmation for you. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. And, and friend, I'll also say this. Hey, friend. Come on, baby, make the turn. Don't let it make you dang. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Y'all, we couldn't fellowship in the way that, that I like to fellowship with y'all. Well, I'm guessing this morning. It might not be morning where you are. Whatever it is, friend, right down where you are. I hope it's good to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode is about picking friends. And I wasn't really meaning to do this topic, but um, I guess a few weeks ago, I posted something on my story that somehow turned into um, a little bit of a rant about choosing friends wisely and how I am so tired of seeing adults choose friends based off anything except what is valuable to their lives. Um, and so I'm just going to kind of unpack that, I guess, or we will unpack that together, friend. Um, I'm sure this topic is going to come back up. But if you didn't hear the clip, basically what I was saying was that um, every time I'm meeting new people, I'm, I'm sort of interviewing. And it's not that I am going into it with the intention of saying, like, this person's going to be my best friend or this person's going to be my husband. It's more of asking questions to really get to know somebody and then making a decision based off what I've learned, what I've gathered on whether or not they're a good fit for me. So it is like the interview process. When you go into a job, like, you might have a great resume, but you might not be the, great, the best fit for their company. And my life... As I, I tell y'all all the time, I'm curating it. You know, like my life and where I'm going is important to me. And so I can't afford to just have people in my life who are just cool, who are just cute, who I've just known forever. That just that just doesn't add up to a lot of value for me. Um, and so we're, we're going to talk about that, friends. But the first part um, that I that I and I just said it already was about the interviewing process. It's important to. I've said this before, friends, like you are the most important project you will ever work on in your life, right? You're the only, you are the only part of your life that will be with you for the rest of your life. You can count on that. Like, I don't know about your mama. I don't know about your daddy. I don't know about your man, baby girl, but I do know that you're going to be with you for the duration of your life. And so it's important to choose wisely the people who are there with you, whether that's for a season or that's for as long as they are alive. Um... And it, it, it just boils down to, like, knowing, like, friend, I'm valuable, right? Like, I got somewhere I'm trying to go. Like, God has plans for me, baby, and I just can't afford. Like, I always say, like, you went and let some. If God gave you a car, or even if it ain't God, let's say, like, I had a Lamborghini and I let you borrow it. If you were going to borrow that car out, you would be you would choose very wisely who you gave it to. You wouldn't give it to somebody who just, you wouldn't let somebody who just got their driver's license drive it. You wouldn't let somebody with a history of a Rex, of Rex drive it, would you? No, because it's my car. It's valuable to me, right? And so you would treat it as, as a precious gift. You are the same You are the same level of precious, if not more, friend. God gave you a life. He gave you a heart. He gave you light inside of you. And every time you choose to be around somebody who dims that light, who tries to extinguish that fire, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to God because you're special, because you're valuable. And so I give an example of what I mean by the interview process because I shouldn't call it the interview process, but it is. So, okay, here recently I had a friend who um, she hit me up and she was like, hey, girl, my neighbor is thinking about selling her house. Um, can I give her your info? You know, I'm always say, yes, girl, yes, yeah, send, send her uh, my info. Or actually, I said, no, send me her. I asked her for the, for the latest number. So I called her and um, I always just start with just conversation. It's not like, you know, 
how many bedrooms you got. It, it really is just a conversation because for me, I understand that while 3% of any deal is nice, I like working with people that I enjoy working with. I like people who I can laugh with, who connect with me, right? And so it's important for me to ask just regular questions, have a, a, a very simple conversation to just gauge whether or not this person is a good fit. Friend, child, in the first five minutes, this lady like complained about her son or her daughter. She was like, I would have been able to do this, but my daughter, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, so, okay, where you work? You know, like, I'm always, like, asking. And so I asked her where she worked. And she told me. And she was like, and my boss, he da 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 So she's complaining about the boss. And then I asked her, which I always ask people, have you bought or sold any property before? Because for me, that lets me, I mean, side note, that lets me know how much um, education I need to provide. I don't like giving people needless information. Okay? But we'll, actually, I need to write that down for another day because a lot of y'all be doing that. Uh, <laughs> for real. Um, but, and, and she told me, she said, yeah, you know, I bought this house. This was my first house. Um, I didn't really know much. My agent, blah, 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 blah. Like complained about the agent. In the first five minutes, I determined this lady is not a good fit for me, baby. Mm -mm. Because what I heard was a lack of accountability. Everything was everybody else's fault. Now, what happens is we try to be the hero. We try to be the exception and think, oh, this one, she won't do me like that. I'm great. I'm a great agent. She won't, she won't be complaining about me. I'm going to show her that eight, all agents aren't bad, baby. No, that's somebody else's cross to bear, not mine. Because I, like, because I like working with people who trust me. I like working with people who can say I'm sorry. And that's not even just in a real estate aspect. Like, I, if I meet up, another example, because this did happen. Um, the first time I went to like a, um, like a meeting, when I, first got, when I first got into real estate, I went to like a work thing and got to meet a lot of people and there was one agent who <laughs> there was one agent who went basically went down the line friends telling me everybody's business and as she did that and she didn't do it in like a mean gossiping kind of way like nothing she said was so like mean or evil it just was that she didn't know me and I didn't know them. And she was telling me, yeah, such and such used to be married to such and such. This person has kids with this person. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get to know her. She's blah, 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 blah's daughter. Oh, I determined this lady would never be close to me. Because I don't need you going up to people telling, like, random, just random facts, trivia, like, pop-up video about me. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And so everything is an interview process. And see, what happens, friends, is that we will meet people and think, well, she knows a lot of people. She can help me advance. Or we'll meet somebody and meet a guy and we'll say, he has a good job. He's going to make a great husband. Baby, you have to ask questions. You have to get to know people to really determine who they are. And so this is off the fly because I didn't write these down yet, but... As I'm thinking about this, I'm like, Sky, you probably should give them some examples of questions. One question that tells me a lot about a person is, what was the best part of your day? Um, I started asking this question to children. Like when I worked at the, uh, when I was a, a police officer, I, and I still ask people's kids this. I don't have kids yet. Y'all know that. But like, if I, if I ever go pick your kid up from school or I call you and your kid is with you, I'm going to say, what was the best part of your day? Um, asking adults, asking a child that is great because it allows them to tell you about their day without you leaving it so broad and open, like, what did you do today? Um, but it also gauges, like, what do they like? What's interesting to them? If I meet it, some kids will say recess. Some kids will say lunch. Some kids will say, my teacher hugged me this morning. 
you know, and you get a feeling for, okay, that, 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 I mean, friend, it also tells you a lot about adults. So when I ask adults that, like, for example, if I say, what was the best part of your day? And you can't think of anything, you probably won't make a good friend to me because I'm an optimist. Okay, so if you can't think of one good thing that happened to you, that tells me that I'm going to always be on the positive end of thinking and you're going to always be on the negative end. Because even on your worst day, something good happened. Right. So that, that's a that's a question that I love to ask people. What was the best part of your day? Um, another question that I might ask. And, it, and, and these come up in conversation, friends. Like it's not like I'm sitting there with a clipboard child. Like I'm like I'm really interviewing somebody. But I might ask someone. Let me think. Hey, God, help me. Yeah, I really didn't write these down. I probably should have, but I didn't. Oh, I might ask like what um, uh, like somebody's favorite like food. I might ask about restaurants and stuff like that just to kind of gauge like what their interests are. But when I start to hear, like I'll tell you some of the red flags that I might hear, friend, is like, like I said before, blaming other people for their problems. That shows a lack of accountability. Uh, people who ask, who, who love to talk about themselves but never ask about me, they don't make great friends for me. They, they might be great people for somebody, but they don't make great friends for me. Um, I, I, I don't do well with people who don't ever think to say, how are you? Ooh, another one friend that's a red flag to me is, <laughs> and this is something more so on social media, but when I see like, if somebody announced that they were like pregnant or something like that, then, um, excuse me. Cause I think I hit that mic by mistake. I'm sorry. Y'all. But if somebody announces that they're pregnant or something like that, people in the comments, like, girl, finally I can say something. They don't make great friends for me. I do well with friends who understand and knowing a secret should be a secret, even when the secret comes out. Like, I don't want you telling me. I, I have friends, friends that I talk to every day that you will probably never see me on social media with. And it's not because I'm hiding them, but it is just because my relationship with them is private. Right. And so I don't like spending time with people who are so excited to tell people that they are super close to me are so excited. Now, I don't want nobody that's not claiming me as a friend. Like, I don't know, Scott. But I don't want you to befriend me because you want to tell, like, oh my gosh, friends, like, as my following has grown, it's been so strange to me, the amount of people who will say, like, girl, let's go eat, and then they want to, like, take a picture and tag me in it. That's, that is weird. That is some weird behavior. If you have done that, friends, I know we ain't went back out to eat. I know we haven't. Cause to me, that's weird. Like just let my relationship with you be what it is. Like I'm not a tree that you have to piss on, you know? And that, that'd be the thing is like, I feel like people will like mark territory, red flags to me. And so like, I don't know, friends, like going back to the interview process, cause I got a little bit sidetracked, but going back to the interview process, it's just about listening. We should never be in a conversation and be doing all, especially with a new person and be doing all of the talking. Unless we're asking questions or unless we've been asked a question. Like, I'm never going to walk up to you and say, hey, I'm Sky. Um, this is what I ate for dinner today. Girl, how about last night? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, come on now, ask me a question. That's what I would be thinking if I were you. And so interviewing is mostly listening and listening for what works for you and what doesn't. Now, you have to remember, though, if you don't know your rules... If you don't know what's important to you, if you don't know what type of future that you have, like, of course, we can't read the future, but if you don't know where your, where your life is going, you don't have a plan for that, then, friend, you got to start there because how can you really make an informed decision on who's valuable to you, right, on who's important to your life? How can you really make an informed decision if you don't know who you are? 
I wake up early. Y'all know that. I got up this morning at 345. I don't need friends who get up at 12. Well, I mean, I actually have friends who get up at 12, but they, I don't call them. I, I really don't talk to them that much. I don't get a chance to because our lives kind of don't work. Actually, I don't have any friends that get up at 12. I can't even think of one friend that gets up that late, honestly. But like, I, you have to know yourself. I know that I exercise a lot, right? I don't do well with friends who don't think that exercise is important. Not because I don't have any heavy set friends, but because I live an active lifestyle, and nine times out of ten, if I invite you to do something with me, it's going to be active. We're going to be walking on the trail. We're going to be going to a spin class. Even if we walk around the mall, I don't need you walking with me if you're going to be walking slow. Interviewing. I know where I'm going, and so I have to be very strategic with the people that are, on, are going with me. Because, quite frankly, your friends determine your future. Your friends determine your future. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I bet you, you won't see me hanging around five brokies. You won't see me hanging around five women that's bitter about whatever last relationship they were in. You won't see me hanging around with five men who don't see the value of a woman. You won't see that, friend. Because my friends determine where I'm going. And God has already shown me little clues of what he has for me. Baby, it, it ain't for the weak. It ain't for the people that ain't prayed up. That's another thing, friends. I pray all the time. I talk about God all the time. My friends who are not believers, I don't spend a lot of time with them. It's not because I don't love them. It's not because I'm not praying for them. But why would I sit and tell my problems to somebody who's going to leave my problems with them? I want you to go to God for me. You're cute. You're cool. You're funny. But I need a little bit more than that for where I'm going. It's a lot of cute people. It's a lot of funny people. Billions of people in this world. It's so many of them that's funny. It's so many of them that's fine. Baby, I can't afford to keep you around just for that. And I don't want you to keep me around just for that. I don't want you to have me in your life because I have followers. I don't want you to have me in your life because you think I'm fine. Thank you. But if you don't see the value in me as a person in the light that I'm bringing to you, then why would I, why would I, why would I bring it to you? I've said this before. Baby, I have some valuable stuff that I'm dropping off in this world. I can't afford to give it to people who's catching it with their hands. I need people around me that have buckets, that understand that I'm valuable. Because I'm bringing a bucket with me when I hang out with you. So if you ain't dropping nothing in it, and understand, that's not money. You don't have any joy. When I, I come around with all this joy and you have none. Which, understand, I, I, I get this sometimes. Because sometimes, friend, I don't, I don't have it. Right? I have to be refilled and refueled by other people, but... You're not going to have to refill and refill me every time you see me. And Lord knows I'm not trying to come to you and refill and refill you every time I see you. You don't have a smile ever. There's nothing good going in your life ever. Going back to the, if I'm the average of you, baby, that means I'm about to be the next sad one. I can't afford that. Your friends determine your future. And so, friends, some of you are listening to this and you're like, oh, well, I have friends who don't really go along with where I'm going. Let me tell you something. Once you pray about it, and I promise you, I know this to be true, God will facilitate the ending. I have people now that I used to talk to every day that I don't talk to as much anymore. I might hit them on their birthdays. And we didn't fall out, but it just, I mean, we, we phased out, fizzled out. And God is good in that way. Because remember, he don't bless me, so he's not going to create it. You don't have to fall out with somebody just because they don't fit where you're going. 
anybody who loves me, anybody who has loved me at any point understands that I wasn't meant, to, and they're not in my life anymore. They they should understand I wasn't meant to stay where they are, and they should be able to look at their lives and say, and not to say that their lives are bad. Like I'll give an example. I have friends who have gotten married and had children, and that's their main focus. Right. But I was friends with them when they were single or I was friends with them, you know, as they um, got closer to God, whatever that is. I have to understand that my role in their life has 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 phased out and that's okay. That's okay. But friends, I I can't afford and I don't want you to be sitting up here trying to fix people, trying to be the exception, because I've said this before. You're not the exception. We are all who we are. The things that we do have a lot to do with us and really nothing to do with anybody else. And so, sorry, y'all hear that? I, I just realized y'all probably can hear my washing machine. <laughs> but so I can't, I, I don't want you to walk around thinking you're the exception friend. You're not. If he was a liar, he's going to lie to you. If he was a cheater to the left, he's going to cheat on you. If they were a terrible client to the last real estate agent they had, they're going to be a terrible client to you. All you're doing is signing up to be the next fool. I, I don't know where this quote came from, but there is a quote that says, um, a wise man learns, no, a fool learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. I'm trying to learn from what up. You tell me your, your last ex, you cheated on her five times, baby. I ain't getting in line to have you cheat on me two and a half. I'm saying, oh, mm, that must've really hurt her. I don't want to be hurt. Moving on. Moving on. And I had somebody, once I posted that I had somebody hit me and they were like, well, what if you changed? You're right. You probably, you could have changed, but you changed for the next person. And if, and you can, in free, we smart. We can hear in a conversation if a person has healed from whatever they, I, I'm going to tell you, I done done some terrible things, y'all. I went through a, I, I, I done done some terrible things. Okay. I went through a phase where I was a terrible friend, where I was selfish. I went through a side chick phase, if I'm being honest. So it's like, I'm not saying this to say that people can't, that God can't do a mighty thing because he can. He can, but he, but that's where discernment comes in. That's where discernment comes in. And that only comes from a relationship, which we'll talk more about that. Um, I don't know if that's going to be next week's episode or the one after that, but we'll talk more about that very soon of like getting close to God and how to really hear his voice and what that means. Because which we'll talk about it. I'm not because I'm about to go off on a tangent. We'll talk about it. But friends, I love you so much. I pray that you will choose better friends and that you will look around. And I, I hope that right now you're listening to this. And you're like, man, I got some good friends. I got some good folks in my life. I got a good tribe. I hope that this, this validates the friendships that you do have. And if not, like keep listening. You're going to get there, friend. You're going to get there. I believe in you. Let's pray. Hey God, thank you. Thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for hearts and minds God, that want to get closer to you and to ourselves. God, I ask that you would keep us, help us to be wise in our choices with ourselves, help us to be wise in our choices with our friends, help us to remember, God, that you have us, Lord, and you hold us in the highest esteem, Lord, and that we have to do the same for ourselves. Help us to know, God, what it is your word says about us, so that we will choose wiser the people that we allow in our lives, God, that we will only choose people who allow our light to shine, God, allow our light to thrive, and never try to dim or extinguish it, God. I thank you for everything you're doing in my life and in the life of every single listener, God. You are wonderful and great. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you so much for listening. Um, catch another episode next Monday. I love y'all so much. All right, bye.